Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. As I record this on September 26th, 2021, we are just four days away from the start of Origins Game Fair 2021. Let me give the rundown of what's going on at Origins coming up this weekend. I'm going to start with the events. There are currently four official events listed on the Origins Game Fair website. Thursday night, starting at 6 p.m., there's going to be the Underworld Singles Tournament. According to the post, according to the information I've pulled up, bullet rounds to a top cut. Friday night, 6 p.m., the Tag Team Tournament. This is the you and a partner take on two opponents. Tag Team, not the Tornado Tag Team. Also, 6 p.m. start time. Also, bullet rounds to a top cut. All these events, as listed, are bullet rounds to a top cut. Saturday night, the World Championship Tournament. Also singles like the Underworld. Also bullet rounds to a top cut. The final event starting at 11 a.m. on Sunday. This is the Tornado Tag Team event. Again, bullet rounds to a top cut. Those are all the official events. Now, there are going to be unofficial pop-up type events going on at Origins. I don't know if these are going to be something they announce on the day, if they're going to talk about these on the next episode of Talk of the Universe, which is the Wednesday before Origins starts. That's going to be September 29th, I believe. We'll just have to wait and see. We do know that the charity event for El Blanco Diablo that was going to be at Gen Con has been moved to Origins, presumably Saturday. I've been hearing Saturday. That's not confirmed. In the tournament, they are requesting everybody play the number eight card taunt featuring the Blanco Diablo art, if possible. If you stop somebody's number eight taunt, you will have to essentially give a donation to the charity to stop that. They also would like if you play some. Of the XCW competitors in the event, those are people like El Blanco Diablo, Brewmeister, Cactus Sack, Rob Graves, The Executioner, Vanilla Gorilla, The Wreck, Lemmy Adam, El Scorpio, El Pollo and Mascarda. I'm seeing, as I'm looking at a list here on the Facebook discussion group, Scott Prime and... Hollywood, which I didn't know were XCW. If you can play those, that's a bonus. One last thing. When you play that card number eight to taunt, you must say goosh, 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 or however they want you to say it. That is the event. Looking at Saturday afternoon, but no specific date, no specific time. And then look for other events. I know they mentioned that some sealed events might take place. I'm assuming these are things like payoff pack, sealed events. We'll just have to see, but 
There will be events outside of the four specifically listed on the Origins website that will be happening at Origins Game Fair. Featured matches. I only know of two featured matches so far. The Underworld Championship will be defended. The Cannoli, using Naito, is going to take on Robert the Brain Dunn. Cannoli being the champion, the Brain being the challenger. From what I understand, Booker Mania will be the special guest referee, both as a card in the game as well as in person. Will be there, possibly heckling both competitors. We'll have to see, but that's been announced. The Midwest Coast Championship will be defended at Origins. The current champion is the walking disaster Nick Masters. He's a champion with various. He will be defending against Neil Nealon, who will be playing as the trash man. I believe there's also going to be a trios defense. The trios champion, Chris Pagillo, the Italian Mambada, is set to be at Origins. I'm not sure who he's defending against. I'm thinking it could be Brian Waitfort Schmidt. I know he'll be on hand, but I don't have confirmation on that. That's just something I think may be happening. So look for potentially a trio's defense as well. Other championships, I don't know. Dangerous Alliance may be there to defend the tag team championships. Not sure who the contender they'll face will be. Pretty sure the World Heavyweight won't be there. The Hardcore will be there. Eddie Fury, the current Hardcore Champion, has announced that he would like to defend the Hardcore Championship every single day he is there at Origins. And then I'm assuming somebody's going to make a 24-7 Championship and bring it. I don't know. As of right now, though, as far as I know, that's it for Championships. Oh, also, Brad Iyer, Tornado Tag Team Champion, should be there, so... Expect to see one of those matches, but again, I have no details on that. Let's talk about some other Origins news. It had been announced previously that independent wrestler Effie would be there on hand. I believe it was Saturday he'll be there. Signing autographs, his competitor set will release. Madman Fulton is also set to be on hand at Origins Game Fair. His competitor set, his newest competitor set, with a full set of finishers will also be releasing at Origins. Mad Men Fulton has been on two cards before, a singles competitor with no finishes and a tag team competitor with Sammy the Draw Callahan, also no finishes with that tag team competitor. So this will be the third card featuring Mad Men Fulton in the first full set with finishers. They've announced that Dan Housen is supposed to be releasing at Origins. I've also heard rumors, cannot confirm this, rumors that other independent wrestling competitor sets will be released at Origins. So be on the lookout for those. I don't know who, I cannot say who might be released, but be on the lookout for other new independent competitors besides the ones I've mentioned. Now this is always subject to change. If the sets don't make it, if somehow they get lost in the mail, there's a problem with the printer, these might not be released. But right now, SRG Universe has announced Effie coming out, Madman Fulton coming out, Dan Housen coming out. I'm hoping all those still slated to be released at Origins, that everything has gone according to plan with those. And then finally, a couple other things revolving around Origins. 
some rules things for tournament play. Number one, the Ikuzo cards that released at Gen Con are able to be played at the events at Origins. That's competitors, and that's the 1 through 27s. All those are now tournament legal for those tournaments. They weren't legal because not everybody knew about them, but now that they've been out for two weeks, people can look at them. They are legal to be played in Super Show tournaments at Origins Game Theory. The other thing is a rule change. There's been a rule change that's been sort of, you know, in the mix, potentially, possibly happening about being able to play multiple cards per turn. Normally, you can only play one card per turn. There are some competitors who have gimmicks that let them play a second card in turn. There are cards in the game that let you play a second card in turn. I'm thinking specifically of things like Rolling Forearm, Call to the Crowd, and Strength in Numbers, the non-skill versions of those. It has been decided that for Origins specifically, and I believe also in the game going forward, this last part, I'm almost 100% sure it's true. I've seen some little bit of waffling, but definitely for Origins, and almost certainly for the rest of the game going forward, you can only hit, which is play successfully, two cards per turn. You can play more than two cards per turn, but you can't hit more than two cards. What does that mean? That means basically somebody would have to stop it. You'd have to play a card, someone would stop it, then you can play a second, or you play a card that lets you play a second. Somebody stops the second, and then because of a gimmick or some other interaction, you can play a third. This is going to affect competitors in particular like Merlin Von Berlin and Jupiter, who when they roll their highest printed skill, can play a second card. This is going to affect people like Tiki Twins, who because of their gimmick, double the numbers in the cards, like Rolling Forearm and Call to the Crowd. So when they play those cards, they can play two per turn off of them instead of one, which actually I think prompted this change in the championship match for the Tornado Tag Team Championship between Tiki Twins and the Masters of Mystery. Turn one, Tiki Twins was able to hit, I believe, Rolling Forearm, and because of their gimmick, they could play a follow-up and a finish. They rolled their maximum scale. They rolled a 20 on the first turn, and so only because Loudmouth Leo playing via Freebird rules in the place of Mysterious, only because he rolled a 20 did he kick out. If he had not rolled a 20, then we would have had a one-turn championship match, no cards to a finish for the Tornado Tag Team Championship. I believe that almost happening is what prompted this change, but this is going to also affect people like the Mayor of Slamtown, Johnny Super Show, and Theo the Greek Neo. Their gimmicks allow them to play an additional card. If they play a card, I believe in Johnny Super Show, it's Slam. Theo the Greek Neo, it's Lock. So if they were to play a rolling forearm into a follow-up that had Slam or Lock in the name, they could then traditionally have played a third card. Now, because of this new rule, that's going to affect that. This rule, however, will not apply to Phase 0 of Faction Wars, which is ending tonight as I record this. 
Tonight is the final night of Faction Wars Phase Zero. This is going to come out after, I believe, the deadline's passed. But you have to send in all of your match results to the general manager, John Clace, at srguniverse.com by midnight Eastern Time tonight, September 26th. Otherwise, those results will not be recorded. Send partials. It's too late. You won't hear this in time, but you know, hopefully you sent in partials if you, for some reason, weren't able to get all of your matches played because they will count. If you send in nothing, you score zero points. That is going to do it as far as everything affecting Origins. Other news, I don't have any updates on the Cookies Fortune ongoing tournament. I believe they're still in the round of eight, the quarterfinal round. We'll wait and see if anything gets posted on that coming up. I'll report it next week if I can. But as far as I know, Cookies Fortune quarterfinal round still ongoing. Friday night, September 24th, there was a big Deep South match card. Here were the matches on the match card. I'm going to go through them in the order they aired on Chibi's Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash ChibiBT, as in Black Templar. ChibiBT. The first match of the night was a match for the Comic Book World Underworld Championship. It was a match with a special guest referee that was chosen at random. The random choice ended up being Wooly Bully. The champion, Harvey Luster, with the man from IT, took on the challenger, Todd Brooks, playing as his own creation, Alexander Slamilton. The match went to crowd meter one. The winner ended up being Harvey Luster. Harvey Luster is still the comic book world underworld champion. The next match of the night was a match that was for a shot at a triad match to get a shot down the line at the Deep South Championship. We had Prince Butters playing as Officer Breezes take on new player Allie Johnson playing as Tara. At crowd meter zero, Prince Butters advances, so he makes the triad match. Allie Johnson loses, but she's not out of it because she gets put into a second chance match that will take place later in the night for a shot to get back into the triad match. The next matchup is a defense of the Deep South Championship. The current champion, Mac Attack, with Eva Lionheart, was challenged by the corrugated cardboard villain playing as Razzle Dazzle. Another short match at Crowd Meter Zero, the champion retains Mac Attack, still the Deep South Champion. While this match was going on, there was also another match for a spot at the triad match. I don't know all the opponents, but Matthew Turner, playing as the Witch Hunter General, won that match. The next match that aired after the Deep South Championship was the second chance match. It was Stephen Owen, who had lost to Matthew Turner. So that was the other opponent. Matthew Turner defeated Stephen Owen. Stephen Owen playing as Miss South Bell gets into the second chance match against Allie Johnson as Tara. This goes a little longer, crowd meter two. The winner ends up being Allie Johnson. So, the triad match for a shot 
to, I believe, get into another triad match, which will then yield the uh, Deep South number one contender. This triad match ends up being an elimination match. Matthew Turner as Witch Hunter General versus Allie Johnson as Tara versus Prince Butters as Officer Breezes. No stipulations here. The first elimination happens at crowd meter three. Matthew Turner gets eliminated. So it's Allie Johnson versus Prince Butters and at crowd meter three. The next elimination is Prince Butters. Allie Johnson winning the second chance match goes on to advance. She is closer to getting a shot at the Deep South Championship. Congratulations to her. The final match of the night, an exhibition match. It is the Cheetah and the Penguin versus Shane Strickland and Kirk Polka. Cheetah and Penguin, currently the LFF Tri-State Tag Team Champions. I believe Shane Strickland and Kirk Polka are in the hunt for the Deep South Tag Team Championship. Due to, and I'm not quite sure what, but the Penguin's unable to make the match. So the Cheetah has to go in solo against Shane Strickland and Kirk Polka. The Cheetah's playing as Captain CJ Spara. Shane Strickland is playing as Deputy Dango. Kirk Polk is playing it as Officer Breezes. In basically a glorified handicap match where the original version of the SRG boss is the special guest referee, as chosen by Google Docs Dan, who I believe is the current GM of the uh, LFF Tri-State Tag Team Division. Not 100% on that. But under these conditions, the match goes all the way to crowd meter two. Shane Strickland is able to hit the finish successfully on the Cheetah. So Shane Strickland and Kirk Polka win the match. And that closes out the festivities for Friday night, the Deep South match card. That's going to do it from the news for this week. Let's talk about the events that happened during this past week. Just a couple that I have. The first one, the Monday Night Proving Ground Tournament. Like always, two hours to play as many matches as possible. Then Simon Strauss, using his method, picked the top four. This was unusual. Now, normally, these are uh, semifinals and finals. The top four here ended up being a fatal four-way. Now, this was the Beast Chain Proven Ground, meaning Beast Unchained matches in the bullet rounds, and the top cut was a steel chain. Now, not quite sure how that worked here because this was a fatal four-way. Maybe it was a fatal four-way steel chain. Not 100% on that. But the top four in this tournament were in fourth place, Doug Saunders as Eddie Fury. In third place, Paul Trejo as Mike Verna. In second place, Jeff McPeak as Swaggy D. And in first place, Swaggy D himself also playing as Swaggy D. There were two Swaggy Ds in the top four. So congratulations to Swaggy D taking first and second. Kind of unusual but actually happened in this tournament. The other tournament from this week, 
Thursday night. We had Chibi's Thursday night fights. 12 players. Two groups of six. Top four from each group advanced to the top cut. In the quarterfinal round, all of the matches were Psycho Rules matches. In the semifinal round, they were all Ring of Fire matches. And the finals, as well as the third place match, were both played under the main event stipulation. In fourth place, playing as Polly the Pigeon Picone, Time Bomb Tim. In third place, playing as Dr. Jake Hill, Cheshire. The finalists were Ken Fouché as the Hallow King and Hold the Line Harry as the Cyclone. The winner, Hold the Line Harry as the Cyclone. Congratulations to him. There was a pop-up that happened yesterday, but as far as I know, only one player showed up. Only Hold the Line Harry showed up to the tournament. So as far as I know, the pop-up Saturday night did not happen. If it did happen, I apologize. But as far as I know, it didn't happen. Now, there is a pop-up tonight. Although I don't know if it's actually a pop-up because I believe Simon Strauss announced it. It was supposed to happen last week, but it got moved to this week. This is the Talk Like a Pirate pop-up event. Taking place as I record this, it was a $5 entrance fee event. It's a double elimination event. Singles tournament. Each player will be accompanied to the ring. By either Captain CJ Spara or the Dread Pirate tech support in each match. There will be a coin flip at the start of each match. The winner of the coin flip will choose which of the two uh, competitors he wants to be accompanied to the ring by. What accompanied to the ring by is, is you get to use the gimmick of the competitor that accompanies you to the ring. So if you were in the tournament, you win. You choose CJ Spar, you get to use his gimmick through the game. If you choose the Dread Pirate Tech Support, you get to use his gimmick. And then whichever one you did not choose, your opponent uses that gimmick. Final note, if you attend the event as a pirate, you get plus one to the first turn roll of your match for each match you play in the event. That's the Talk Like a Pirate pop-up. As far as other events coming up in the future, as of right now, there's still the first annual Poland's Prince Memorial Tournament taking place on October 9th. Sign-ups are still available for that. There's also, and this just popped up, I talked about the Super Show Fall Brawl at Highlander Games in Boonton, New Jersey, the in-person event. There is now an entry on supershowthegame.com to sign up for that. So if you're interested in doing the Fall Brawl at Highlander, the Super Show Fall Brawl, that's available. There are three options for buying tickets on supershowthegame.com for this. You can buy a ticket to the Super Show event alone. There's also a companion wrestling event, an IWA wrestling event with this. That's going to be taking place after it. If you want to go to that as well, there's a ticket to get you into both. Or you can buy separate tickets. The ticket for the Super Show is 35 The ticket for the IWA is 25 The ticket for both is 50 
This is scheduled to kick off at 11 a.m. on the 23rd. It's a create a competitor tournament. There will be multiple prizes. We'll talk about that more as we get closer. But that is also now up on supershowthegame.com for you to sign up for. And with that, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.